Hello. Hello. And, hello. And welcome to Chica Chat with two healthy chicas. I'm Becky. And I'm Jess. And we're here to take you on a wellness journey with some spice and gratitude. Yes. And we love to talk about health, food, family. And uh, we'll be talking about those who serve today. Plus self-care, marriage, travel, and more. So grab a margarita. And some chips and guac. And join us for a fiesta of feelings. And good times. Yay. Well, um, this was, you know, we have the Thursday podcast and you just never know what's going to happen on a Thursday. And I thought this was like a really cool topic for us to not only talk about veterans and thank all of those who have served, because we're truly grateful for your sacrifice that you drop, you know, what you're doing and um, serve our country, whether it is, you know, you've got a family, whether it is you're working, you know what I mean? Um, we're, we're very, very lucky, um, you know, for the people who have sacrificed like that. And I know both you and I will talk a little bit specifically about those people who are in our families. And yes. um, yeah, and, you know, typically, specifically. Uh, so, so we didn't quite say it. I was going to say we didn't quite say it. Happy Veterans Day to everyone. Yes. So happy Veterans Day. And we specifically want to talk about the Latinos and Latinas veterans um, who have served us since not a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. And actually what also gratitude and service means to us, um, kind of uh, inspired by those people, I think. Yes, I, I completely agree with you there. And so just to kind of start with just some stats from the uh, Bureau of Veterans Affairs that Latinos are the fastest growing group in signing up for uh, to serve their country. Right now, it's at 8%, and that should double to 16% by 2046. Um, and specifically with that number, uh, nine non-white Hispanics are currently 74%. And that is going to be dropping down to 8%. But overall, uh, veterans make up about 10% of the population. Um, mm. Currently, right now, non-white Hispanics make up the majority of the group, then African-Americans, and then uh, Latinos. But Latinos are specifically uh, a really great um, group who, um, you know, within, you know, within their community who have signed up to serve. And there is 1.3 million veterans um, that, um, that are in the community. And um, total of 56 million, 1.3 of those are actually Latinos. So that's just a little bit on, on stats of Latinos who are uh, currently in the service and who are veterans. Wait, what was that last stat? 1.3 million yeah. veterans of are 56. Latinos. Oh, are Latino. Okay. Of the 56.5 million Latinos. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and I might have said And then, that. and then 61 Latinos and Latinas have been awarded the Medal of Honor going back to Corporal Joseph DeCastro of the Union Army for his actions in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. So, um, in 7 3, is that 1868? That's 1868. So, we've been around for a while. Um, <laughs> right. I know. And it's interesting because I think about. I wonder about my grandfather and whether and how he felt about serving a country that didn't always embrace him and his culture. So it's, it's a different angle, right, of, of service. And I feel like that I'm not saying that it's harder, but it might be harder to 
to join something that you're not really sure if they're going to accept you, right? Yes. And, and I mean, you know, just with the Black Lives Matter movement, you know what I mean? I've, I've seen these discussions of, and I did also uh, read a statistic around this that I believe it was around eight or 10% of um, all minorities um, actually make it to an officer or corporal level. So um, I think in the, in the beginning, um, I definitely think joining the service is a great way to travel and earn money and, um, you know, learn a discipline, great, get a college education, career assistance. You know, there's a ton of, of really great things, but then it kind of seems like that once people kind of get into like this middle level, it's hard for them to promote. And, um, and so that is, that is the importance of Latinos signing up for the service is because of the benefits, but also too, we want to change that. Yeah, for sure. I know. And it's interesting because so touching on, I want to, I want to put this out because my dad is also a veteran. He's not Hispanic, but he served in the army in Germany. He wasn't um, in any wars. He's not that old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> World War Two. Um, but I want to give a little shout out to him because he did his service and he was a uh, drill sergeant. Um, so you can imagine if you know him. Um, <laughs> and then I want to talk about my grandpa Trujillo, who clearly is on my Hispanic side. And he um, he was in Germany fighting in World War Two. And he basically saved a whole group of uh, servicemen by jumping on a grenade. Wow. And Yeah. And he then was injured. <laughs> so then they moved him uh, to France um, after that. And yeah. he earned a bronze star and a purple heart. Wow. Um, the purple heart was because of saving the lives of those other, uh, those other men. He still had shrapnel in his shoulder. Um, I would feel it, his shoulder when I was little. I would sit on his lap and feel his shoulder. And he would show me what was in his shoulder because if they would have taken that out, he could have lost his arm. So he kept that in there. Um, and I guess, wow. you know, what a rem I know, what a reminder. Um, he did later get his uh, bronze star taken away from an officer that got upset with him. Um, I don't know the backstory of why, but my grandfather was honestly one of the sweetest quietest, like calmest person people I've ever known. I can't imagine what it would have been. Right. Uh, so who knows? I can't assume it was because he was Hispanic, Hispanic but I don't know. Um, and I believe he earned both those awards in the same week. Um, he was 25 years old at the time. Wow. Um, so, I mean, I yeah, think I mean, my maturity at 25 and like I might have left a girlfriend in the club and he was jumping <laughs> on grenades. Right. <laughs> I know. So that's just like right? perspective. Yeah. You know, yeah, huge, and he, huge perspective. And he was such a wonderful, um, wonderful person. And I just, you know, the older I get, the more I think, God, like the trauma he must have lived with his entire life, you know, like, and he was a very just calm and I don't and gentle person. And I just, I, I wonder, I wish I could have a conversation with him. Yes, now, absolutely. Now. He, he would definitely be someone on a list that would be like, if there were people that you could have living with alive or dead. Yeah. I mean, he just sounds like he was an amazing, an amazing. Right. Um, he was so cute. And, and we would always have, so we do every year we do um, 
Christmas Eve, we do Mexican food, which is just food, right? But, but yeah. for everybody else, Mexican food, I guess, or it, it's funny. I'm like, how do you, what, like food inspired by whatever we just, we have tamales and taquitos and enchiladas. And we've done that my whole life. And um, I remember I used to sit in his lap, like I said, and touch his shoulder. And he used to do this little game. And I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it reminds me of him all the time. But he used to say, he used to put around my tummy and he used to say, lanza, lanza, piccoli panza. No. like round, round, and then I'll take you in the stomach or something. And it's so funny because Darren and I will both, my brother and I will both still remember that little game that we played with him. And I don't, I, I don't know why. I guess it was just such a gentle person. Um, yes. Well, just not that he didn't. I mean, he was Hispanic. He had a temper, but he was wonderful to me. So he was never, he never raised his, I never saw him raise his voice. My, my uncle Billy, I'm sure would jump in on the podcast with a few notes, but <laughs> And but I know your family. You. I know, right? <laughs> when you're the when you're the little granddaughter, when you're the youngest granddaughter, you don't get yelled at. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do anything anyway, you know. Yeah, exactly. I was just two. That's that was, I was like eight. <laughs> well, what and your family too? Yes. Is it your uncle? Was it your uncle or how many? Yeah. So I have had an uncle and a cousin who have both served, and just a couple of uh, talking points on that is so um, you know my dad's mom um, in childbirth um, died having this particular um, uncle, and um, and then so one of the aunts took care of him and my dad, and um, she came over to the U.S. because she was an amazing seamstress and people needed her here, and so when. Vietnam, my dad, who has back issues, was unable to serve, but my uncle, who didn't have back issues, was able um, was able to serve, and um, it just, you know what I mean, um, at the time, you know, he was a young guy, he was, you know, in a relationship, and, um, you know, um, obviously ended up coming out, getting married, you know, having three children, having, you know, has just a beautiful legacy and kind of the exact same aspect that I'd, I'd probably share with you is that, you know, like, um, if, if you would have a, a, you would be scared if you got in trouble and you would be scared if maybe you were bringing a boy over and he was going to give them the business. Right. But in general, sure. he was just like the the sweetest, most gregarious, like just like wonderful, wonderful person, and yeah. um and and that is probably like one of the things that I will say, um, you know, when it comes to people who are serving, like one hundred percent, like we are so grateful for your service, and if you come out and you need PTSD, get your PTSD. Um, and how what's PTSD? You, you mean oh, if you I, have PTSD? Yes, after you get out of your uh, post traumatic stress disorder. Oh, no, I know what it is, but you said get your PTSD, so I didn't know if it was like something um, they could. Oh, so get therapy for PTSD. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Get, this is not a typical topic for us, so I may mumble over a couple. Of it's okay. I know. I just was like, "What is she? Is, what can happen here?" Exactly. <laughs> uh, for sure. No. Because um, I think about my grandfather and how he didn't, you know, didn't have any therapy, and I'm sure. I mean, I can't imagine what what he must have been going through every day of his life. So, yes, yeah. exactly, and that's and that's what I just I really appreciate about that particular generation is how they, um, you know, from the Vietnam War, you know, from, you know, World War II, I'm assuming, 
is um, yeah. when uh, when your grandfather is is that they probably did have battle wounds and scars and um, and how they were able to kind of turn it on and off. You know what I mean? Yeah. From like yeah. when they needed to be tough, they were tough and they were there. Um, and then when they needed to be soft and uh, loving and, um, you know, that just, that just, that's just another reason for me to be grateful. And, for and sure. all, yeah. all of the people that they were helping by serving our country, you know what yeah. I mean? Not just who they were for us as uncles and for, um, you know, grandfathers, Grandpa, but who they were yeah. for us as people. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, for amazing. sure. And I, you know, it'd be really cool too for me to find any of the the uh, ancestors of the people he saved. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. would that be a crazy connection? I, I my uncle's very um, uh, into our genealogy and has done a lot of research. So I, I should I'm gonna reach out to him and ask him if he's yes. ever thought of that or contacted or anything. You know, that would be kind of a crazy connection. Yeah. And I know for me on the other end of the spectrum, um, with my ancestry, um, my sister is Mormon and they really get into the ancestry. So she has mm-hmm. done all the legwork for me. So oh, that's that, that should definitely be another episode in the future of us kind of looking back on our, on our heritage. And, you know, maybe it was trying to find the soldiers of people they helped and their family, or, you know, just, you know, going to go do a soul journey potentially, you know, in areas where our family has been before. So I think it would be mm-hmm. a really cool thing to do for both of us in a, in a future episode. For sure. Um, I know. Cause I'm trying to also do um, more research on my um, Indian heritage. So, and I can um, connect with, uh, with getting my, my tribal ID if that's possible and different things like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is, I think, you know what I mean? I would put like, obviously they're, they're separate categories, but I, I am too, you know, Native American and, uh, and Hispanic. And I felt like those two communities lived well, you know what I mean? Together and, um, and, you know, have both, you know, served, served their country and, um, you know, faced, faced different hardships that, you know, other people haven't faced. Yeah, it's crazy because we are part of, well, I think we're part of two tribes, Ute and Jamayo. I don't have all the details, but basically the story goes that that everyone in a village was killed except for us, except for my ancestors. Wow. That is crazy. And it's so funny because I think like, so we also wanted to talk about how gratitude and service kind of have gone into our lives and what that looks like for us. And, and it's funny because I don't know if you've ever talked about, because since we brought up PTSD and trauma, that you've ever talked, um, but my therapist talks about how there's uh, trauma that's, that's brought, like it's, it's given to the generations below it, even though they didn't experience that trauma. Um, I completely agree. I, I, right, which I find so interesting. And also, um, I think also power and different other traits kind of passed down as well, because there's always like Darren and I and my mom, like we always have felt lucky. You know, and I don't like just inherently just I just always am like, why not me? Like, why? Of course, like someone's going to win. It's going to be me. Like I just and it's not like this. I don't know why. I think it's because my family was saved. I kind of have a feeling like it was like we are like the luckiest because we wouldn't be here. You know? right. so it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting how that how that works. And I feel like because we've had people in our lives and I'm going to send a apology to all of my other Hispanic uh members of my family, because I know there's others that have been in the service, and I'm so sorry, but I will give you a shout out, a blanket shout out for all of you. Thank you very much, because I yes. know I have like a cousin's 
a second cousin's son was in Afghanistan. So I'm, I apologize because I'm not, you know, putting everybody's names out. I feel like I'm winning an Emmy. Um, but, and I'm forgetting people. <laughs> well, I just, but, I just think this is just, it's such an important topic and it's new for you and I to be talking about, yeah. but it shouldn't be new. And so, like I said, we are here with the rest of the bunch saying, Hey, we should be talking about this. We should be encouraging right. these conversations. And, we should be um, more, you know, showing our gratitude and, and, and doing that on a, a more wide and daily basis. Right. So, and that's something I definitely, you know, struggle with. Yeah. And I, you know, um, for me, like I, I have a cousin, so my mom obviously uh, married, uh, you know, Mexican and my mom's sister married, um, married someone who, you know, was American and Caucasian. So uh, their son, who's one quarter Hispanic also did serve as well and so and i would probably say that he's probably someone who puts that that number in the 74 percent as non-white hispanic because it's only a quarter right you know and, yeah 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 and there is people on my um husband's side who have served as well and you know um even his uh, father who wasn't medically eligible to serve um actually worked at the base oh um, that's interesting yeah so it's just it's really like i said when you you know what I mean? I really, I really hope, you know, my, obviously my hope is for peace. My hope is never for war, right. but I, I am grateful that when, uh, when the need does arise for the men and women um, who, you know, give themselves, um, you know, and, uh, and leave. And, you know, one, one story I think of in particular is one of my um, closest girlfriends who lives out in Texas and it's her sister's husband, and they um, they own um, own uh, multiple retail companies throughout Texas. Well, he's he's still on duty. That if they call him and they need him at any point, even though he is the CEO of this, he has to drop what he's doing, and and he needs to go serve. And um, yeah, and exactly. I was just like, wow. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what he talks about his service, like in regards to. It was, you know, he needed to learn discipline when he was younger. He needed to, you know, have money and, um, you know what I mean? And then through that, he was able to kind of create a, a retail business and he attributes it, you know, a lot of it to his service and is a great father and husband and grandfather now. And, and that's what it is with like service people. I would just kind of say in general is it's kind of like, the the fear when they go out the heroes welcome when they get back and then it kind of gets like lost in the shuffle mm -hmm. you yeah. know if, if i can kind of give my perspective and and so i'm so grateful that there is a day but we also maybe need to be doing more especially with so many of our veterans who are becoming of retirement age you know how how can we keep this alive how can we keep their memory alive you know, there wasn't a ton on YouTube, you know, obviously I could find statistics. I can't say that word, <laughs> um, <laughs> but there wasn't like a ton of stories out there. And so this would be a great thing for, you know, someone, someone who's really inspired by that. You know, it's, it's funny. I just, I just remembered that when I was working at just talking about change and how we can all do little things every day to help, um, you know, honor our veterans and in the, in, when they come back in the real world, right? The, the world that we've considered the real world and they've been protecting it, right? So I worked at a, um, a, a recruiting company and whenever someone came, and I was new to recruiting. And so whenever someone came in 
and was a veteran, had just gotten out of the service. We had a lot of young men that came in that had just, just come home um, from serving. And I remember being told that they didn't have the experiences that we needed to, for us to be able to find them a job. And that, that, that made me so mad. And I did my very best, at least at that age, to be able to help these young people that came back um, find a position. Because I thought, are you kidding me? How are they not qualified? Because someone worked at Starbucks for two years, nothing against Starbucks, and working for two years. I know that's hard. I've been in the restaurant business. How is someone that's worked, I've been in the Army for two years, not, what? Like, I just, it it broke my heart. Like, I thought, and, and it was just prejudice, right? And it wasn't against a race. It was against a type of, of human and one that, you know, was was out there making sure Keeping that we could all. work at a recruiting office, you know, like, <laughs> I just, so it's things like that where, you know, on a little daily basis thing, we can try to do and we can try to accept more people. We can hire more people. We can, um, you know, mentor more people. We can do whatever we can if we're not serving, you know, specifically in the armed forces, but we can serve those humans, right? We can serve those people um, yes. in the way, the best way that we can, you know yes. what I mean? So, and I and think sir, that that could be our service. And because a lot of times people feel helpless and how, how do I, serve? you know, I can't be in the armed services or I, or I don't want to, but how can I serve the people that are? Absolutely. And I would just say, you know, from like a mom's, uh, mom's perspective is, um, you know, when our kids go to school and there's the new kid in school, you know, San Diego, I'm not sure if you guys get a ton of them in Orange County, but I know in San Diego, we, you know what I mean? Um, there's a, there is a big, um, Pendleton and then we've got Mm. Navy out here. And so that's the Pendleton is the Marines. And then we've got a lot of Navy out here. And, um, and so, you know, sometimes they're the new kid in school and, um, you know, yeah, we don't, it's funny because I didn't grow up knowing almost anyone whose family was in the military because I don't, we don't live near any base really. So I, I was, my first big experiences were, was when I went to college, when I went to San Diego state. So. Yeah. So there you go. So San Diego, you know what I mean? Thank you, you know, for all of our veterans and for everyone who is currently serving, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, hey, if you're coming here on vacation, you happen to be sitting next to one, you know, buy them a treat. You know, if you're a mom and your kid's going to school or, you know, you happen to meet another mom who's new to the area, you know? Let her know where the good groceries are, where the good hair place is, <laughs> you know, right. whatever, whatever that is. And, and if you're someone with time, you know what I mean? Like go out to, you know, these retirement communities and let's start to like document some of these stories where they were, whether they were Latino or not Latino. Sure. These are beautiful stories that we, you know what I mean? Like you just think we need to celebrate. Yeah. We need to celebrate and just, and the lives that they lived, um, Mm -hmm. you know, after the fact, I mean, that's just, it's just, it's really, it's really mind boggling um, that someone could go out and serve and, you know, I'm sure it's scary as hell and, um, and, and they just do it. And then they come Mm -hmm. back and they acclimate to normal society. Like, Wow. Like that's an amazing, uh, an amazing gift that we're all given by, um, by those who, who are currently serving and who have served. Right. I know I had a girlfriend post who was, she was in the air force, um, and she works for the Huntington beach police department now. Um, but she had said that almost the same thing that you said, she's like, listen, 
really listen to their stories and and share them, right? And it's it's totally true. There's something that's something we can do every day. And I'm going to see my dad tomorrow. Um, I'll be with him this weekend. And I, I've heard a lot of his stories. His stories are crazy too, because you know my dad. Um, well, you you guys all have had a little taste of my father, but just know that he got into some sort of fight in um, when he was in the military, and his job was wired shut for six weeks, and he was in a German uh, hospital. So. That's a little bit, just a little background. Uh, but I am going to talk to him and ask him some other stories. You know, like to, I'll ask him to tell me some stories that, that maybe he f- has forgotten. Like he, he used to listen to jazz. He had a big jazz collection of records. I still actually have those records. And he used to listen to those with a bunch of um, different um, nationality um like, like he would hang out with all, all the different people in the army that weren't exactly like him and he would learn from other people. And I've always really respected that about him, but I I'm going to ask him, I'm going to ask him some new stories this weekend. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and like I said, with my cousin, I think this is a really great opportunity for me to reach out. Um, yeah. He was yeah. Actually in special forces and all we knew was, right. was going right. on assignment. And then all of a sudden Osama bin Laden was gone and I'm sure right. it wasn't just him. I'm sure it was a team and I'm sure there was multiple people doing multiple things. Multiple, multiple, multiple teams. Yeah. Yes. Multiple teams, multiple people. And, um, and I just think that's a really, I think, I think as I've gotten older, um, I, I've really become so much more appreciative of this and it's just something that's really important to document in our family, in our family history. And then, um, through, through family, um, we have a, um, we have a family member that was, um, you know, uh, had a child with another family member and, um, and he was there when the Berlin wall came down. Like, I mean, those are just like really important things that happened in our history and that they were, that they were there and they were kind of part of, you know what I mean? Like, he yeah. Was- well, and then, so I, I think we were going to try to wrap everything up too with like gratitude on a daily basis. And I was wondering, cause I don't know, because you're, you're such a grateful person and we're kind of talking about this. I want to know if you have any tips on how to be grateful every day yes. or what you do, like when you're not, you know, right. when you're having an off day or when you're <laughs> trying to bring everything back to like gratitude. Yeah. And, and for me, um, I think it's just, it's very, um, you know, I think just growing up poor, I think you're just, you're more grateful. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I get more excited if I find a name brand shirt on sale at Ross. And if I do, I actually am disappointed in myself if I pay a full price. So anyways, oh my God. Yeah. weird dichotomy. <laughs> so, um, and then I do, you know what I mean? There was a lot of not so great stuff about being a Jehovah's Witness, but they really do focus you on gratitude. So those are two. Uh, okay. Interesting ways. Um, but most recently I've been listening to Louise Hay and um and she has a great morning meditation and she has a great nighttime meditation where she kind of kind of really talks through your day and talks about oh, gratitude. Cool. But yeah. one of the things I really loved from the morning meditation, she's like, be grateful for like that furniture. She's like, When is the last yeah. time you have been grateful for that comfy ass sofa that I'm sitting on right now? Right. <laughs> 
I'm always like grateful for my bed, and my blankets. Like I'm always like laying in my bed and saying, thank you for this warm space. Like I really am like, and I do that almost on a daily basis. So yes. <laughs> I have that furniture gratitude for sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that was new for me. So that one I haven't been very grateful for. That's so um, funny. So I'm working on that. But the biggest one I would say that I'm really trying to, which I would say probably is higher level gratitude is being grateful when negative situations happen and mm. um mm-hmm. and how they can create change in conversation mm-hmm. versus being you know what I mean like you have to like honor your process of being like you know hurt, hurt or and upset. in pain yeah yeah mm-hmm. and you know enraged that's a that. good point yeah so you have to honor that but after that really should become gratitude because that person is maybe a showing you their colors and um, and maybe those colors don't vibe with your colors or it can create a conversation that could be healing you know what I mean so there's sure. all, all kinds of uh different things like that and um and that definitely um you know uh will definitely lead into some other conversations especially with Thanksgiving coming up about things we're grateful for sure yeah and I think one easy way to do it too because I'm not a morning person. Like I can, I'm fine in the morning. Like if you saw me, you'd be like, really? You're not a morning person? Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm joyful. Like, but I'm just not, I'm just like, there's every morning I wake up, I typically am like, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> like that's just in my head. So, um, I think for me, one simple thing to do every day is to lay there just for a second. I don't, I don't want to give everyone the idea. They have to meditate for five or 10 minutes. Cause that stresses me out already. I just want to <laughs> sit there. And I, I want, I'd like, I just want to sit and be still for just one second and say the first word that comes into my head that I'm grateful for. So I think, I think I could do that. Like, it's funny, my horoscope today said to try something new or to learn something new. So I'm going to do that. That's going to be my last month was weights, was doing weights and I've been doing them now for like six weeks. So I'm super proud of myself. I am super um, proud of you. <laughs> I do it at the beach outside of my van. People drive by and they're like, look at you doing weights at the beach. Um, and so that's going to be my, my um, new goal. That's my November goal is to every day when I wake up, the first thing that comes to my head, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be grateful for, even if that's not a positive thing. So yeah. that made, you, you gave me a good spin on that. So I appreciate that. Yes, exactly. What, what, the, the, what we can learn and grow from from those, those situations. And like I said, even though with people who maybe have wronged us in our life, um, you know, maybe they're not necessarily in our lives anymore, but without that person, you know, um, you know, I, I would probably still be naive, (laughs) you know, or persons. (laughs) Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, great. So, yeah. So that was, like I said, it is, it was definitely a new topic for us. So thank you everyone so much for tuning in and bearing with us as I tried to read stats. And <laughs> and I was trying to remember stories of grenades. Yes. yes thank exactly. you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening. And, um, and yeah, and let us know if um, there's anyone special that you want to honor or that you want to hear their stories about. We'd love to hear about that. Yep. I'll, I'll post the link. Um, you know, Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. Um, don't forget to rate our podcast so more chicas can tune in. But I'm going to post the link. So make a comment um, on any of our social and let us know. Let us yeah. know about your stories or, someone, or just someone's name that you want to honor. Yeah, I think that would be great. And cheers right? to staying spicy with some extra gratitude. <laughs> right. And a little sweet. All right.
And we'll chat with you next week. Bye for now. All right. Bye for now. Cheers for next week. Woohoo.